Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. Now, we don't have much waffle to go on today, so we're getting straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Namada24. Am I the arsehole for telling my colleague I hate her homemade food? Okay, hear me out first. I, 30 female, work in a multicultural environment and I get along with everyone. I respect all the different cultures and I'm always happy to participate in other customs and try different kinds of food. I just have a weird aversion to sushi. I've tried it a few times. I've never been able to appreciate the combination of tastes it has. It feels very dry and bland to me. I specifically can't have the one with smoked salmon on it because I really don't like the taste. In fact, I don't eat a lot of seafood because of the fishy taste, but I do appreciate that many people love it and I don't go around trashing it publicly. So a few days ago, a colleague of Japanese descent made a large tray of homemade sushi and brought it to work for everyone. People were really enjoying it during the lunchtime and I just brought my own lunch and joined everyone. She started insisting I have some. I politely declined and I said, I don't really like it. She keeps on insisting and says, you'll like this one since I've made it. I again decline. She insists a couple of times, just try one, try with this sauce, try the vegetarian one. I was getting a bit uncomfortable at this point, but I keep politely declining. She leaves me alone for a while. Towards the end of lunch break, she comes up to me a bit annoyed and says it was rude of me not to even try her homemade cooking after she asked so many times and that she had overheard me saying I'm not into sushi and wanted to change my mind because it is really, really delicious. I said, look, I've tried it a number of times in very popular places and I've never liked it. She keeps on mumbling about how I'm too into myself. What's the harming trying one? At this point, I was really annoyed at being forced to eat something I don't want and being treated like a child. I walked up to her and put a piece of sushi in my mouth and said, yes, I still don't like it, and walked away. Some of my colleagues laughed a bit and said it was rude of me not to try earlier and then later say I didn't like it. I thought, as adults, she should have respected my autonomy to say no to eating something instead of taking it personally. Am I the asshole? To me in this one, it just felt like your colleague was pushing boundaries with you. I mean, how many times did you have to say no and politely decline? You was polite enough to the point where you got pushed to actually put in one in your mouth and then saying that you still didn't like it. So I can't blame you for actually doing that. It almost felt like she almost force fed you it in the end. So I'm going to say not the arsehole for me on this one. But let's not meet BB says, I'm going to go with not the arsehole. You tried being polite and she wouldn't take no for an answer. You've given the food multiple tries before and you're under no obligation to try anything someone brings in as a gift to the office. What if you've been allergic to it? Will she have still forced you to try it? She was too pushy and you reacted strongly only after too many comments from her. 
and Revolutionary C says, not the arsehole, your coworker went way over the boundary line and basically harassing you to eating something you didn't want to eat. They were the arsehole in this equation. And Madeline Gumbo says, not the arsehole, this is so rude of her. When I'm in an office, there's food out all the time, but when someone says no, nobody pushes it on them. You shouldn't have to justify why. It's okay to just not want someone's food. If you had taken it on the first offer and said you didn't like it in the way you did, that would be rude, but she pushed and pushed. Some people just don't like something, even if it's the best possible version. That's okay. People should be able to decline food for any reason. And Kashi Kalau says, not the asshole. She was pushy and essentially force-fed it down your throat. She should took no for an answer and that had been the end of it. What would have happened if you had a seafood allergy and she was insisting that you eat it? And Jeepers Creepers 74 says, not the arsehole. She refused to accept your polite declination. So she got the impolite one. And Holly J25 says, as someone who is a picky eater and had to learn to realize it's okay to say no to food you don't like, not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you have done if you was in OP shoes? Put yourself in OP shoes and you've been approached by your colleague like this constantly. How would you feel? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from asking questions. Am I the arsehole for leaving my sister stranded at a restaurant after she brought my dad? I, 30 male, have a complicated history with my dad. I call him Jay and haven't seen him for over 11 years. When I was 13, the biggest family secret came out that ended my parents' marriage and my relationship with him. All thanks to my mum, who cheated, got pregnant, and passed me off as his. We all found out, and like a switch went off. Jay wanted nothing to do with me, like at all. They got divorced, my older sister was his, so he only fought for custody of her. He was horrible to me when this first came out, like if it was my fault, and for a long time I did think that. In fact, it took years of therapy to stop feeling like it was all my fault. For a long time after it came out, I did everything to be in Jay's life, like he was in my sister's. He never held back, telling me looking at me makes him sick and he was never my dad. Telling this to a 14-year-old. My last attempt was when I was around 18. By then, Jay had gotten remarried. His new wife was pregnant and I convinced my sister to bring me to the baby shower, hoping to talk to him. Big mistake. He flipped out on me outside. It was the most humiliating and hurtful moment of my life. Jay told me to go find my real dad and stop bothering him. That was it for me and we didn't speak again. Now I get it he was cheated on. He was hurt. I'm a reminder of the biggest betrayal of his life. The affair kid. But I was also a human being with feelings. It took time but I forgot about him with lots of therapy. Still close with my sister but she keeps the relationship with him separate from ours except for now. He got sick from COVID last year and I guess that was his come to Jesus moment. Now he's suddenly interested, but for me, the damage is done and I've turned the chapter on my life. Have my wife and family, a father-in-law who's loved me and treated me like his own for years. So I've denied seeing him, but because now he wants my sister to keep trying to set it up. Earlier this week, she tried to surprise me with him at the restaurant where we were having lunch. I got up and left without saying anything to him was caught off guard so all that was going on in my mind is I gotta get out. My sister came with me so that means I was her ride and I just left her there. My sister's really mad about me leaving. His wife dropped him off and it was going to be a while for her to come back since she had appointments. Point is they ended up being there way longer than expected and to top that she got to work late since the plan was for me to drive her back after eating. 
Not sure if she's actually mad I left her or that I didn't stay to eat with Jay. But yeah, she does think I was an asshole for taking off like that. Not totally sure if I was since I made it clear we're done. But same time, I did leave her without a ride. Am I the asshole? Now, I've got to come into this one straight away with a not the arsehole. I mean, your sister must have known your situation and your feelings towards your father. And she, well, she clearly knows, she clearly does know, doesn't she? So she would have known that would have hurt you by doing what she did. So you would have felt overwhelmed in that situation. You just want to get out of there. And it's not like you abandoned them like in the middle of nowhere. They're at a restaurant. They can find their own way back. There's taxi. There's plenty of other ways to get yourself back, right? Public transport. Deal with it, right? They. What was your sister expecting knowing how you felt towards this man would she expect you to just get up and welcome him just like that it's almost like the restaurant was chosen because you wouldn't make a like a, a scene or anything like that and you'd have to sit there and accept it not the arsehole to me at all but earthborn termus says not the arsehole what your sister did was wrong she should not have sprung him on you after all the trauma he had caused if she had told you he was coming and you had agreed then you would have been the asshole but you didn't know he was going to be there that wasn't the plan and she did not ask if you were comfortable with it she honestly should have expected you were going to be overwhelmed i'm sorry you went through that and i'm glad to hear you have a loving family and love me long time says you didn't leave them stranded on the side of the road during a thunderstorm you left them in a nice restaurant after you were ambushed they had plenty of time to have a nice meal while waiting for an uber or something op you panicked and left you have years of therapy to get a more comfortable place and good for you for doing the work and marrying well your dad may have had a come to jesus moment but you op you don't have to care not the asshole and Black Star Blue says, there's no Uber, Lyft, cabs or buses where you live. Not the arsehole. And Vertical Perception says, not the arsehole. Proverbial stupid games, prizes moment for your sister. You may want to rethink your relationship with your sister since she appears to have picked up a lot of more of her father's personality and attitudes than you may have previously known. Her reaction was to deflect and blame you for the situation rather than apologize, a rather telling reflex. You didn't leave her stranded. She tried to manipulate you for her father's sake, not yours. She was late for work because she assumed you would be easily manipulated into staying, that you were desperate as you were when you were a teen to have a relationship. Also, her real motive was probably even more selfish. She wanted to be the hero and peacemaker between you and her father so she could tell everyone she finally mended the relationship and take social media credit for attention. You owe her father nothing, including an opportunity to apologize or explain. You don't owe him anything. Walking away was not an arsehole move. It was the most polite and reasonable thing you could have done. And Zippy Kaye says, not the arsehole. What did your sister expect to happen after all those years of abuse by Jay? She should have sprung that on you. As for the ride, she is an adult and could have figured something out. Uber, taxi, thumb out. Sister should have made backup plans because springing something like this on a person never ends well. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Fantastic Celery 784 Am I the asshole for not wanting to do a Chinese tea ceremony at my wedding since the only reason my fiancé wants it is to compete with his brother? For context, my 31 female fiancé Drake, 33 male, is half Chinese and I am white. We are getting married in August. My fiancé also has a brother, Josh, 29 male, whom he is fairly competitive with. Like fiancé was pretty angry and ranted to me that Josh got engaged at only a short time after him because he's younger and should have waited a couple more years. For additional context, his brother's fiancée, Mindy, 27 female, is Chinese. 
More accurately, they're apparently Malaysian Chinese, but her family and her family still respect a lot of the old Chinese traditions. We met up for lunch recently with their parents, Audrey 55 female and Walter 58 male. We're all vaccinated, and Josh and Mindy discuss that they're going to have a Chinese tea ceremony at their wedding. Josh is really into reclaiming his Chinese heritage. To- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To the point where he practices a form of ancestor worship, despite being an atheist. He claims, and I believe him, that this is for cultural reasons, whereas Drake is really not. I'm not trying to say he's fully white or some nonsense like that, and obviously he definitely has some Chinese culture from his father, but he's never been full of angst like Josh has, according to Drake anyways. We had been planning our wedding for most of the year that shall not be named, and not once did Drake mention anything about a tea ceremony. I didn't even know it was a thing. But Walter was really touched by Josh putting in a tea ceremony and started talking excitedly about it. But after that brunch, Drake became obsessed with the idea of having a tea ceremony at our wedding. I genuinely think he only wants it because Josh is having it and because their dad was super into the idea. If I felt he really cared about it and he had been brought up at the beginning of the wedding planning, it would be a no-brainer. But we've already made a lot of arrangements and while I know it can be put in, it feels weird to try and shift things around for what feels like a last-minute desire. I think it might have also to do with Walter since Drake really cares about pleasing him and making him happy. It also feels a bit gross to have this really important ceremony just so that he could compete with his brother. I brought this up and told Drake we weren't going to have a tea ceremony for the reasons I've outlined. Drake got really upset and told me that he's Chinese too. Now I'm wondering if I missed something and I'm the asshole after all. And I'll be straight up, I didn't even know what a Chinese tea ceremony was. Sorry for my ignorance there, but I did a quick Google and it says a Chinese tea ceremony is conducted on the day of the wedding and sees the bride and groom serve tea to their parents, in-laws and other family members, symbolizing the union of two families. It is a meaningful part of the day, typically taking place inside the couple's respective family homes. And I gotta say that does sound like an absolutely lovely thing, but clearly is very cultural at the same time. So I'm not gonna say too much on it because while I do think it's lovely, I don't wanna step on toes here, you know, and say something out of line. But I'm sure there'll be lots of informative comments, so we'll head straight there and see what they say. And we'll start off with Unusual Teapot, who says, I kind of think you're the arsehole for shutting it down unilaterally. Although I totally get why you'd be annoyed at your fiance trying to add something major to your wedding ceremony at such a late stage, I would suggest that if Drake really wants this, then he should be the one to organize it. And Ninja says, no one's an arsehole here. Would it kill you to include the ceremony if it's important to Drake and his father for whatever reason? This might not be a good place to stand your ground. 
I'm half Chinese and my husband is white. My mother really wanted a tea ceremony. It took two minutes to perform an abbreviated version of one. I actually fumbled and ended up sticking his parents' envelope in my dress because I didn't know where else to put it and everyone was happy. Also, Drake needs therapy if you guys can swing that. Mesopholis says, Drake, Josh, Walter, what is it with three grown men getting so excited about wanting to see at least one person in their midst unhappy? Listen, your father-in-law Walter is at the center of this fault here. He probably pushed his sons to compete against each other constantly, and your fiance doesn't know any life outside of the sick competition. These brothers never learn to live their lives for them. They only live to be in competition. I can't really speak for Josh, but for your fiance, it seems like such. Everything you do in your married life after will be a competition, which is why I strongly suggest that you sit your fiance down and maybe take counseling before you get married. Try to put emphasis on, hey, if you want that tea ceremony, we do that, but I'm getting really concerned about how quick you want to change things up and going on the defense and accusing me of not having your back. You guys need counseling. Who cares who the asshole is? And Anonimu says, Chinese here, perhaps a bit of context may help. Marriages are a rite of passage, not just for the couple, but also their parents and family. Think of it as a graduation ceremony of sorts. Drake is now officially an adult and his parents have done their duty raising him to this point. The tea ceremony is a way for the child to honor his parents' sacrifices and love for him. If you want to be completely mercenary about it, it is usually to receive cash or jewelry in the form of red packets after the tea is served to the elders. All it involves is the couple kneeling down to serve the tea to their elders. If they really want to go all out, Josh and Mindy will have to serve you guys tea after all the elders are done. It's simple, but a profound gesture of love and respect, which is why I suspect your future father-in-law felt moved when Josh offered. Edit oh well and thanks for the upvotes, first time commenting. And we'll have one more from 320sim who says, I think you are being a little aggressive about it. Straight up telling him that you're not doing it might not have been the best way to do it. Whatever the reason is, it sounds important to him, so you should have a civil talk about it. Don't try to confront him about it all being competition with his brother. It's possible that it's not competition and he just thought it was really cool. Try and figure out how important it is and how much hassle it would be to change things around. But if it's truly important to him, it's worth the hassle. Without more information on how he truly feels about it, I can't say who the arsehole is. Good luck. Now, what do you guys think about this one with all the additional information as well? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from Kuno Lainen. Am I the asshole for not wanting to pay extra for activities I'm not taking part? Firstly, I would like to make some kind of disclaimer on my possible mistakes because English isn't my first language, so apologies on that. Please try to bear with me. Me, 35 female, and a couple of my friends, all females aged between 28 and 48, were planning to take a long girls weekend and rent a cottage from a holiday resort and possibly go see a few bands in a nearby venue. Just to make clear for everyone that this happened pre-COVID. The problem was that everyone else wanted to use an outdoor jacuzzi, but it didn't include it in the normal price. So to do that, we would have to pay extra for it. I've never been a fan of jacuzzis or hot tubs, so I knew I wouldn't use it. So I asked what would be my share of the rent without that jacuzzi. I wasn't the one who was making reservations, etc. And I was only informed my share of the total costs. I started to get some annoyed messages from Lisa, the one arranging this weekend, about that, but she seemed to understand my view. Then came the second problem. Lisa found out that they're selling ticket packages to that nearby venue. 
Price includes tickets and accommodations in these same cottages. She suggested that we would take those because it would be less hassle for her. Everyone else agreed. I said I would rather not pay for the tickets because I don't like those bands and don't want to pay for nothing and asked what would be my share without jacuzzi and without those tickets. And so the shitstorm rose. I was called a killjoy for not wanting to participate on those gigs and a cheapskate and just arduous in general. I offered to make those calculations if Lisa thinks it's too much of a hassle or difficult for her. She herself claimed that it would be too difficult. That wasn't good for her. I tried to explain that I would love to spend time with them even though I'm not interested in torturing myself by going to see those bands and I sincerely don't mind if everyone else goes and I don't. I also suggested that I could make some midnight snack to be ready for them to come back from the gig, but that wasn't okay either. I tried to lighten the conversation by making some joke about not knowing that participating on that gig was mandatory, but it turned out that Lisa and a few others were dead serious. I was called rude and I should apologize for Lisa and for hurting her feelings and I should appreciate all the hard work she is doing by arranging this event for us. Only Jane understood my point of view and tried to defend me because Lisa was too pissed off to listen. At that point, I just gave up and resigned from the entire trip. Afterwards, I did the math and it would have cost approximately $100 more for me with those tickets and jacuzzi and then only paying for the cabin. I was a student at that time and still am, but I would have had that money to spend, but $100 is still quite much. So this was more like a principle to me than a real money issue. So am I the asshole here? I'm kind of in two minds about this one. In one, if I was the organizer and someone was doing that, and I have been in the past organized stuff where people wanted to do certain things, some didn't, and it becomes a real pain in the ass to deal with. So I can kind of understand that frustration and slightly tip towards you're the asshole, but I do get OP's point of view as as well. Who wants to pay extra for something you're not gonna benefit from? No one does, (laughs) it's that simple. But I also question because this was just a weekend and I was thinking, how much time is OP actually gonna be spending with their friends during this cabin trip? I know it might be a nice getaway for them just to get away from it all, but if you're not going to the gigs, you're not going to the jacuzzi, surely that's gonna be a lot of the time spent in those. A weekend isn't a massive amount of time is it but in the end you did just pull out of the entire trip so it it took all the shitstorm away it took all the all the planning issues away at the same time so i'm gonna go for one of those very rare no one's an arsehole here to me but let's go to the comments to see what they say and we'll start with Arborellian saying, you're the arsehole. Why are you trying to go on this trip at all if you literally hate every option your friends suggest? Part of hanging out with them is doing things together, even if not every single activity is the one you want. Maybe try having more of a team spirit and suck it up or get off the pot. <laughs> I love it when people say that. <laughs> and Teaching Beauty says, you're not obligated to do or spend money on things you don't enjoy. However, as the organizer in my friend group, it's a pain in the ass to figure out splitting costs when certain people didn't do, don't want, etc. I understand your friend's frustration there. Since you backed out of the trip, no one's an asshole here. If you hadn't backed out and insisted that everyone else accommodate you, I would have said you're the asshole. And one Mike Nation, it's in him in a while. You're the asshole. I say that because it was obvious that everyone else agreed to the plans for the trip besides you. And when you suggested you should pay less, again, everyone disagreed. At that point, you should have either agreed to pay what everyone else is paying or simply not go. Not continue to say you didn't want to pay the agreed upon price. And Sharp Carnival says, I know a lot of folks are saying you're the asshole, but honestly, no one's an asshole here. You couldn't afford it. And I get why your friends were upset. I probably would have approached it differently too. 
Like this is what I have budgeted and I love spending time with you all, but it's not feasible for me to pay the extra for these things and gone from there. And GroovyGirl858 says not the arsehole, but I think backing out of the trip was the best solution since it was causing issues. You shouldn't have to spend your money on events and things you weren't going to participate in. Your idea of preparing a snack for them for when they got back was a good suggestion. And we'll have one more from Howard Project who says not the arsehole. When you agreed to the trip originally, these add-ons were not part of the plan. While it's reasonable for some of them to want to add these things, it's not reasonable for them to be upset that you don't want to do them. Backing out was the logical choice. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? How would you feel if you was the organizer? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And on all of today's stories, let me know your thoughts if you have a moment of your time to share. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time towards the channel. It means the absolute world to me and you're amazing. (laughs) That's it. You're just amazing. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.